in case you missed it on Newsbreak. We do create a very a tight web network of all the contacts on a day-to-day basis targeting those who could have been in contact with the, uh, the uh, patient at the time that they could have been infected. So it will extend to those who were part of the vicinity of the individual during that flight that came from Dubai. And again, it's not to cause panic, it's just to say we would uh, encourage them to come forward so we can just work together, just make sure that we screen them and that they are tested. And this must be treated as a matter of public uh, concern and the sense of responsibility to come forward and uh, uh, disclose if you are part of that so that you can quickly check. We don't expect that every one person who's (coughs) uh, who's, uh, uh, infected with the virus will be infective to everyone who come across them because the uh, uh, form of uh, um, uh, infection is what we call droplet infection. It's got a limited distance to which uh, the droplet from the fluids coming from the mouth through sneezing, through talking, through coughing, uh, would actually reach someone who's beyond 1.5 meters away. And so because of that, we tend to then be very scientific and limit uh, uh, the exposure to the immediate context. And then uh, once those are tested, if they're all negative, then of course we all go home without any worries. If we find any one of them who's positive, we then take that one into the center, and then we recreate the concentric ring again around them of the immediate contacts. We want to put it very clearly that it's the contact of the person who's tested positive that we get concerned about. But contacts of contacts are not our immediate concern because scientifically it is not uh, you know, possible to spread to all of those unless their contact was himself or herself already infected. So that is what message we're trying to bring to uh, the community around here. And the issue is that we need our communities to work with us as we deal with this problem. We just want you to know that our team of surveillance is very um, attentive and vigilant, so we will always move around to move to the people who need to be given uh, the attention and testing and so on. It's a very thorough process. We have here with us uh, you know, our team from NICD and the whole team that is part of this response. Where in this case, therefore, uh, we have asked that the school need not be closed and that the parents need not panic. And also we accept that there would have been kids who would have had flus like symptoms before this incident. We can just get them checked, but looking at the way this uh, instance has has evolved, it's very much unlikely that there would be uh, someone who would display symptoms outside the contacts that were immediately in contact with with this particular individual. So we just need to check that because we now need to be very certain about it. So we then will not be testing any of the children in the school. We will also not be closing the school. We also recommend that uh, parents must just have a a high level of observation so that if there's anyone they are concerned with, we can consult the medical teams and deal with it. Having said so, uh, we also are assured that the province is very well ready to deal with this particular individual. In this case, uh, uh, our reports are that the patient is not very sick, actually. 
Uh, and, and ordinarily you could even have treated such a person outside home were it not because we're dealing with this new novel uh, coronavirus so we've taken the patient to a hospital but what would happen to the patient the people in the hospital are already well kitted with what we call protective uh, gear, protective clothing so that no fluids no droplets will actually enter the patient the, the body of the uh, health worker and then they look after the patient. If the patient is treated and gets better, that patient will be free to go home. That will be the end of quarantine and any form of isolation. Now that's different to those who are in the house. <clears throat> those who are at home, we will get the team to go and look at them and just be sure that we are happy with the level of their isolation where they are where do, do they get their daily groceries and they, where, where do they go so the children mustn't go to school, people must not go to work and so on. But in that process, we, if we are concerned that there might be a risk of anyone else being uh, affected, we will then take them out uh, into another place where they would have to be quarantined. This is only one case, so it's not the same as in Wuhan, uh, Hebei and so on. So we're looking at it very scientifically from that kind of, of perspective. Guidelines from WHO are very good because they give us a sense of all of that. In this case, therefore, uh, the Department of Health, uh, today we will be addressing the staff just to make sure that they understand that the, this is a normal treatment of people just needs higher level of uh, protection and therefore if more people come they must not panic, they must not fear and that there is a way of ensuring that there is no risk to the staff in this case. If we are aware of the patient, the risk to the staff is actually uh, uh, much less. So uh, we're going to be assuring them of that and the department as we speak today is already uh, working quite hard with these teams to, to look at the, all these uh, contacts that are going to be traced. Let me leave that issue at that point in terms of uh, how we're going to deal with this one. And just uh, make a plea to all South Africans that this issue of uh, coronavirus, as a matter of emergency, government is in a position to deal with it. We need everyone to take the basic precautions where we make sure that we wash our hands frequently and that we uh, you know, block our mouths with tissues, handkerchief when we cough or sneeze, uh, uh, and therefore make sure that we keep a distance. If somebody's coughing, you need to keep a distance about a meter and a half away and so on. Otherwise, uh, we're also encouraging people to you know, frequently wash hands. If you are in a, a health setting, we keep uh, more of what we call the disinfectants nearby so that people can keep uh, you know, uh, cleaning their hands and so on. When somebody has been to the bathroom, somebody has been doing something, please make sure that your, your hands are washed and clean. That's the basics. And secondly, we must stop spreading fake news that either ridicule the efforts of the health workers or that frighten people or send stories around. You, you get voice notes of people who now are experts on coronavirus. They tell you that a, a, a coronavirus has been confirmed in their village and others, they've got a coronavirus that's been confirmed by their friends on WhatsApp. All of those kinds of things are not helping South Africa. We are saying that the people that we came to meet are actually going to constitute the response of South Africans to the coronavirus uh, infection. Whether we are able to contain it depends on the community in South Africa, particularly in this area where the case has been spotted. 
if it's spotted in any other part of the country, we need those communities to be well informed so that they do not uh, panic in the wrong way and end up, uh, you know, uh, causing more problems for ourselves. That is the main issue. The president has called and, uh, and uh, um, appealed for all of us to have come, and so we need to be able to do that. I'm very pleased here because I've actually had a discussion with the premier of the province and MECs. They will be taking forward the information campaign to meet various stakeholders so that people don't uh, feel that they are alone. I said to the parents that it's actually totally understandable for parents to feel that uh, you know, they will be anxious. If it is your child, you don't want your child to be uh, put into harm. Therefore, the parents do have to be concerned, but in the process of being concerned, please be aware you are not alone. We are all together in this, and the best way government can fight uh, the coronavirus, spread of coronavirus is a, an alert community that responds to the guidelines, that works together, that is united, that is able to spot the problems, deal with it, that will not, dis that will not stigmatize those who are infected. We must, ever, must never allow a situation where children start pointing at another child and say, don't play with, her, with that child, he's coming from quarantine. Don't play with that child because the mother has been tested for coronavirus. Don't play with that child because their school was closed because of coronavirus. It will be most destructive. In fact, coronavirus doesn't stand to destroy South Africans. But fake news, disinformation, stigma, and a, a lack of cooperation and disunity, that's what's going to cause us a problem. So we have been very pleased with the response of the community here. Everyone has been able to raise the concerns that they've got. These are normal concerns that we must keep sharing every day. And therefore, we've been able to clarify a lot of issues amongst them. I want to then say uh, to the media, there's been a lot of support and cooperation from uh, most uh, sectors of the media. Please keep up that good work, because South Africa depends on correct information coming from you. We also want to request you we have got enough experts, uh, you know, clinicians, we have got uh, virologists, we have got uh, epidemiologists, we have got all different, uh, different uh, um, uh, specialists that are open to come and give you information. Use them so that you don't use people who are going to become here as fear, fear mongers and spreading wrong information. So we have also heard rumors that there might be other people who are infected, who are in contact with this particular individual. We're actually going to detail. So I can give you an example. Yesterday, we had a story that uh, oh, someone in this area was also having serious uh, uh, symptoms. So we went and called the doctor. I was saying to the parents, I got my report around 12.30 last night, and the doctor took us through the details of the presentation of this individual and also the contacts around the individual. We're quite satisfied it doesn't constitute a suspected case. It constitutes a person who's got symptoms that you must go for screening, check them up, and just be sure that they don't have coronavirus. If they do have, we'll follow it up and see what is the problem. So anywhere there's suspicion, somebody called and said there's a patient in Addington. Or some people were saying, oh yeah, we've got this patient. We don't have. What we've got are people who are sick all over, and we must just, if we're concerned, let's make sure that the, the authorities take the necessary precautions, that the clinicians, the doctors, the nurses uh, examine them, and then they take the, they follow, them, follow the, uh, them the right way. The other story that's been making news again has been the story of uh, a mutiny in the defense force. They will not fly to China again. Because media has got protection of not having to divulge their sources, we can't even know 
where they would have got such a story. We're not aware of it. I've spoken to the Chief of Defense. I've spoken to the Surgeon General. I've spoken to the Minister. Everybody dismisses it, dismisses it as lies. And in this case, our plans to get our um, um, people from Wuhan are still on course. We did say it's going to take us seven to ten days. We're working through that because there are lots of uh, supply chain issues, contractual obligations, uh, you know, uh, details of flight uh, arrangements, the plans of getting permissions and all of those issues. You need to really make sure that these things are impeccable and people will go out there and then fetch the team. The Defence Force will conduct this uh, 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 evacuation. It's their mandate and the quarantine is going to be handled through the Department of Health as well as South African Military Health Services. Uh, all of those issues are on course. Uh, we were asking South Africans to be brought back, not because we were unhappy with the way China has treated uh, coronavirus. In fact, China has been the best. 80,000 cases, 53,000 have recovered. 30,000 are still on treatment. In the next few weeks, China will have a minimal number of people who are uh, we are having uh, coronavirus. In addition, we have seen that the numbers of new infections in China is reducing. The numbers of deaths are also reducing. We are seeing that other countries have got an increase in the numbers of, uh, of new infections and numbers of deaths. We will observe that. We want to be as uh, South Africa amongst the countries where we will discover the cases of coronavirus, contain them, make sure that the people recover and limit the spread. We don't want to see any of the South Africans' lives being lost of coronavirus because we've seen that it can be treated somewhere else. We also want to reduce the numbers of people who, when the infection is spotted, must also be affected by it. We are determined to do that. We want to make sure that South Africa is amongst countries like Vietnam, where there are 16 cases reported and all of them recovered and they're done with it. Like Nepal, where they had one case and they treated that, uh, the, the, that person then didn't have any new cases. Like Iceland, same thing. There are a few other countries that have done a good job, and we keep monitoring every day how many are recovering in a particular area. In South Africa, we're asking that if South Africans work together, we'll get someone with a coronavirus testing positive, we'll contain it within that individual or the immediate uh, people who might be affected, treat them all, get them to recover, look for the next one. When the next one comes, we do the same. Discover the individual, treat the person, don't stigmatize anyone, make sure that the uh, virus is stamped out. The truth of the matter, no country can ever stop coronavirus from reaching its shores. And it is not the failure of our health system. Some of the people have said to us, well, your health system is full of challenges. And they say, yes. This is overcrowded, yes. There are long queues, yes. Yes, all of those issues are attending to. But we're dealing with an emergency here. To deal with that emergency, we don't have to quibble about the weaknesses of our system. We've got our strength. That is more important than our weaknesses. That's going to help, uh, help to make sure that we can contain this virus. We can do it as South Africans working together. We have said to the team of parents of the community here that the team South Africa that's going to fight coronavirus starts here. It is those communities, it is those parents, it's those children, it's the health workers, it's official, uh, officials in different government departments, it's the media, it's the public, it's South Africans all over that must make sure we defeat this coronavirus. We have seen a number of epidemics, and I was giving them an example. In this, in this country, we have dealt with a number of them. When we were to deal with an, an outbreak of malaria, we were able to contain it and reduce it quite drastically. When we dealt with cholera, we dealt exactly the same way. We had to deal with listeriosis. We had to also deal with the issues of Ebola.
Uganda, whatever they happened, we, we were there in South Africa already. So for the outbreak, we are ready. When it gets to a point where it is so high, we can then start worrying about the new resources that are needed and whether we need to you know, create new facilities, infrastructure. We're not there yet. We only just confirmed the first and one case. In two months, for one of the few countries that have done that, 86 countries today have got this coronavirus. But we are amongst the last ones. We're simply saying South Africans uh, uh, can face this and deal with it. And therefore, the message to everyone is that we can fight this, we can fight it together. Going into the future, when coronavirus becomes uh, endemic in this country and other countries, we obviously need to build in new systems and resilience and probably new resources, new approaches. Maybe by then there'll be vaccines, maybe by then there'll be other interventions. We hope that science, scientific uh, researchers will be able to help us at that point. But we are saying it is possible to contain this virus. The fact that we have been able to meet with the parents, everyone who's positive here, does mean that in fact sitting here as South Africans, we can actually spot the, uh, uh, the infection and deal with it. So we are on the lookout. We're not uh, recommending closing of schools, cancelling of matches and so on. We need to talk to the churches, we need to talk to sporting bodies and all of that and consult what can we do, what should we do into the future. But right now, we just want to say South Africa has, re has only confirmed one case. And that one case, we are on top of the situation. The people who are coming from Wuhan, none of them have been tested positive. None of them are sick. We don't expect that should increase the risk. So these uh, stories that are going all around for people to panic, we think we must come, that must come to an end. It's important for us to be able to say we can deal with this problem if we work together. It is not because we are weaker that we will have a, a case into South Africa. It will be because we are part of the world. Newsbreak, Lotus FM, powered by SABC News.